Soul Awakening Show, where we celebrate resilience, honor triumph over tragedy, and inspire transformation, guiding you on a life-changing journey of healing and self-discovery. Now get ready to be inspired by Stars Tina. Hello, it's another beautiful day that the Lord has made. I'm rejoicing and I'm glad. How are you, Tina? I am feeling amazing. So if you're just tapping in, this is a bonus round. I repeat, a bonus round that we are giving you. We have been on a search all season talking to the men. It has been so much fun, PJ. I talked to people about it all week. I was actually talking to a gentleman yesterday oh my gosh the mayor of rawway i had my book my very first book signing yes the mayor of the town and his daughter passed away last year and we were talking about death and he was just expressing his emotions and i was like wow we should get him on the podcast that's what we should do pastor jeff i just thought about that just now and i said it's very rare for men to share their emotions. So that's what we've been doing all season, but it's the holiday season. The seasons, the holidays are about to come in. You know, we just had Halloween. So we have the Thanksgiving, the Christmas, the New Year's, the New Year's Eve, and then Valentine's Day. And for some people, Pastor Jeff, the holidays can be kind of sad. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. It's a tough time for some people because it's the time of season that their loved one transitioned from life temporal to life everlasting, and they find themselves stuck in that loop of grief. The season itself, they allow it to remind them of the sadness and the grief that they went through. And we want to promote hope because the person absolutely has a choice of how they navigate the season. Yes. And you know what, PJ, I never even thought about it that way. Uh, when people lose loved ones during the holidays, I actually knew someone who lost her father and then the mom lost her husband on Christmas day. That can be one type of extremely harsh loss, but then you have people like myself, you know, who had losses. It wasn't during the holidays, but the holidays can be kind of tough. So hope for the holidays is an event that I've been doing for three years. This is the third year and each year it just gets better and better and better. And I'm so excited for this year. The way I came up with this idea was seven and a half years ago, my son was murdered and he was an organ donor. And the Sharing Network in New Jersey, they have an event every year right before the holidays to help the parents out or loved ones, any one of that person. And they had us all sitting there and they shared what would happen during the holidays, you know, when you're feeling not so good. So during COVID, we weren't able to do that. So I actually said, you know what? I'm going to make up my own hope for the holidays. That's what I do, PJ. If it's something that I want, if I can't get on a stage, I'm going to make a stage. If I can, I'm just going to do it myself. Just so make your own years, stage, it. Just make my own, you know? <laughs> and then people see, oh, she is kind of good. And then hire me, you know? So three right. years ago, it was just me in front of a computer and I had some things and I spoke and it was amazing. And today I'm so excited, everyone, because the event has gotten so much bigger. Uh, after the event, we're gonna have a gingerbread house building party. I'm so excited. I did this with my boys nonprofit. So you're gonna get some graham crackers 
and some frosting and candy and make gingerbread houses. It's going to be so much fun. But this year, I wanted to dig a little bit deeper to support people. So I have some guests coming through, which are going to give us uh, tactical skills and tips that you can apply right away. I'm so excited for Jill. She's one of our speakers, and she's going to be talking about forgiveness. And she's going to give us some things we can do right away to forgive people. Because PJ, give me your thoughts on if you, if you, if you don't forgive people, what kind of goes on in your body and your heart? You have any thoughts, ideas on that? Yes, it's been said that unforgiveness. We can't hear you. You're kind of muted. I don't know what happened. We lost you for a hot second. We're talking about forgiveness here. You're still muted a little bit. He's going to come through, guys. Forgiveness. I know I was sharing with him earlier that I had. Okay, Tina, you know, this is a day of technology. Can you believe the cable came out of the mic? <laughs> <laughs> at least you figured it out. <laughs> yeah, at least I figured it out. I didn't take a long time. And so forgiveness, you know, it's been said that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm. Medically, it's been proven that the stress of unforgiveness that the other person may or may not know that you're going through it literally kills you. It creates a stress that can cause illness, can cause cancer, can cause all types of sickness from the stress of you wearing yourself over something that in many cases stars, Dina, the other person is clueless. You're losing sleep, losing hair, losing, I mean, time at work from going to the hospital simply because you haven't been taught how to forgive. I love that. That was great. I shared with you earlier and I want to share with it now. It may be a little embarrassing, but I just like to be super transparent and super authentic with who I am. And a while ago, I was a little upset with God. I believe I have a relationship with God. You know, he's, he's my dude. And I was upset with him. Sometimes I was mad at him. And PJ, for the first time today, I forgave him. <laughs> I was standing in church. You laugh. I'm serious. I was standing. I don't know what the pastor said. He was talking. And, you know, I had my hands up and I was here and I had my hands up and I was here and I was crying. And I was like, I forgive you. And I, I was happy because I had 21 beautiful, glorious, wild, exciting, fun, crazy years with my son. I had 21 years. And that was a gift for me. You know, God said, here. You may have him for 21 years. And he's like, I want him back now. Now, I know without a shadow of my doubt that God needed a man like my son because my son is amazing and wonderful. So I said, you know what? It's okay. I forgive you. And I felt this release <laughs> from my body. Why are you laughing at me? What, what's so funny? Talk to me. Tina, it's a novel idea that I think more people need to embrace. And that's because... When I talked about being taught how to forgive, forgiveness is only required when there has been an offense. So if you weren't offended, then there's no need for forgiveness. Sometimes other people get offended over things you don't may not get offended of. You don't have to forgive the other person who gets offended does. So what you said, I'm laughing because as, as, as we think about it, it's, I mean, it's new to you. It's something I've been teaching for years. And that is in order for forgiveness to be required, there has to be an perceived offense. And you were offended. 
that God decided to take his flower that he planted, did he create it? <laughs> How dare him take what belongs to him? So you were offended, which meant that you needed to forgive God because the forgiveness really isn't for God. It's not for God. The forgiveness is for you. You've been festering and holding all of that and it's affected you your, your, your mentally, it's affected you physically, it's affected relationships because you're holding on to, it's like this big weight you're holding on to. And the forgiveness is simply taking that weight off and putting it down. Ooh, ooh, did you guys feel that energy? Well, <laughs> if you like what you've heard so far, this, this right here, you see this man, PJ, Pastor Jeff, cool cat with the escargot on his neck. What do you call that again, PJ? <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Not the escargot, the snail on my neck. She said the escargot, <laughs> the ascot. That <laughs> was close. That was close. Escargot yeah, on your neck. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we go from snails to, to beautiful cloth, <laughs> golden cloth. I mean, you, you weren't. You look smart. very, 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 very good today. I love it. I Thank love you. it. I love it. <laughs> Okay. So yes, uh, if you're watching this, we are, this is a bonus round and it's all about hope for the holidays. This year, I wanted to do something a little bit bigger, a little bit more grandiosier. I don't know if I'm making up that word or not, but we have our speakers and I wanted a keynote speaker and I've, and it's very rare that I find someone that touches my heart, someone who makes me feel good if I'm feeling bad. So PJ is our keynote speaker, and I want him to tell us a little bit about himself, what you can get at the event, and I'm throwing it to you, PJ. Well, you know, I'm PJ, Pastor Jeff. That's my brand. I am authentic, and I am becoming actualized. I love a quote by Dr. Victor Frankel, the late Dr. Victor E. Frankel from his book, Man's Search for Meaning. Tina, that book literally changed my life. It was a requirement for a master's course I was taking, and literally it changed my life. He says, live as if you were living a second time and as though you had acted wrongly the first time. <laughs> I love that. Every day we get to live a second time. We did wrong yesterday. We get to do it over again today. One of the things that we can expect in the keynote, we're going to talk about some steps that we can take so that we can foster hope. And the first step is to take responsibility for your feelings. You know, you know, Tina, too many times we blame other people and we say things like, you make me feel. I mean, there's a song that says that you make me feel like a natural woman. I don't know how it feels because I ain't never been a woman, but it's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sometimes the lyrics and songs, they, they mess us up. And so we have to take responsibility ourselves for how we feel. Then we need to change the narrative of our story. Too often we get comfortable with the story of defeat, the story of activity, the story of anxiety and depression. We have to change that story, even if we don't feel it. Not only that, we have to choose to live in our purpose rather than to live in the pain of our past. Mm, say that again. Say that again. A little bit we louder. I like that one. Choose 
to live in our purpose rather than the pain of our past. Some folks are stuck in that pain and really they are motivated by that pain because they want the sympathy that other give others give them, the attention that they get from being on their soapbox of how much pain they've gone through. Truth of the matter is, we all have gone through some pain. And however small it is or however large it is, every person's pain is relative to them. Whether it's getting stuck by a needle or being stuck by a sword, the pain is relevant to each person. And here's a good one. Celebrate yourself daily. See, it's, it's, it's hard to celebrate yourself and stay in the pain of your past. Those, those two emotions don't mix. You have to do one or the other. So celebrate yourself daily and you'll start to move out of that pain and you'll start to feel better about yourself. Have you ever been to a celebration where you went, you didn't feel like it, you had a headache, you didn't want to be bothered, you just, I mean, you, but then you get there and the excitement, hey, the music is hitting, it's popping, the excitement, everybody's having fun, it's high energy, and next thing you know, you out there on the dance floor enjoying yourself. You done forgot all about that pain and that headache you had when you got there. Then you want to protect yeah. your peace. This is very important, Stars Tina, is protect your peace because nobody else will protect your peace for you. You have to do it. You've got to be able to distance yourself from situations and from people who want to disturb your peace. There are professional peace disturbers. They looking for you. <laughs> they, look, they looking for you. Their oxytocin and, and their dopamine, they get it by disturbing people's peace. You got to make sure that you don't let anybody disturb your peace. And then we have to release ourselves any stress that we don't have control over. You know, there's folks that are laying in the graveyard or they're in an urn somewhere because they stressed over things they didn't have control over and it literally took them out. If you can't control it, let it go. <laughs> let it go it's, it's not for you to take care of somebody else will take care of it you know you ever met those people they call them workaholics i used to be one you know and you just getting everything done everything done everything done like there's no tomorrow and you know what i found out stars that is if you get put in the hospital if you become incapacitated or you transition from life temporal to life everlasting, somebody tomorrow is going to pick up and carry on. The company's not going to fold. They're not going bankrupt. <laughs> life is going to continue to go on. And then finally, make up your story until you catch up with your story. Now, some folks, that might be a little controversial, but I would say it. Make up your story and catch up with your story. You see, the things that we tell ourselves, if we start to tell ourselves where we want to go in the vein of Stephen Covey, begin with the end in mind. If we know where we want to end up and we start to tell ourselves that, eventually it will become who we are and we'll wake up one morning and what we was making yeah. up, we don't caught up. So that's just a little bit of it. Woo, woo, woo. 
Alrighty, I feel so many transformations happening, Pastor Jeff, and I'm so excited for this Sunday. Uh, it's gonna be recorded, so if you missed it, you can tap in. You definitely wanna share this with your loved ones who might be struggling during the holidays or just struggling in general. Uh, with that being said, I am Stars Tina. This is PJ, Pastor Jeff, and you can sign up for the events. It's gonna be on, gotta put it on the website, Renee, now that I think about it, since this is the podcast, www.iamstarstina.com. We'll be back uh, here again next. Stars. Got an answer, got go for it. For you know, a, a very practical way during the holidays to foster hope is to get good exercise and diet. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know who, but somebody told me, a little bird told me that there's, there's this excellent trainer named Stars Tina that can whip some folks up into shape. I don't know. You, you have to tell me if you or not, but uh, <laughs> if you know who that person is, can you tell them how to find stars tina so that they can PJ. get off of that couch <laughs> pj let me tell you we have a wicked challenge this month for our fitness challenge it's four weeks long because you know you have thanksgiving coming up right mm -hmm. we have online fitness classes we have a challenge going on to help you with nutrition but week one pj it's 100 uh squats a day it's monday through friday 100 push-ups squats a day week two 100 squats ah forgive me squats week one push-ups week two, sit-ups week three, and week four is burpees. But we have Not something amazing for, yep, wait, where do you hear Thanksgiving day? 1,000 burpees for Thanksgiving day. We are so excited and thrilled. Is That's that a collective 1,000 burpees? No, 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 no. This is you, individual you, you challenging one, one person yes, yes. is gonna do 1,000 burpees on we Thanksgiving each, well, day. Yes, I've done this before. It's very challenging. It's very invigorating. I love doing things that's challenging. It's it's hard, right? So you can say I, I did it. I've done it before. And after I did the thousand, oh my gosh, PJ, I had like a six pack. I was like, ooh, look at me. <laughs> it was really good. Now, I so that's what's happening. I got a question. Let's go for it. What do you do for the able bodies? You know, they call them disabled bodies. I call them the enabled bodies. So we have moves that, for everybody. That, you can that, sit that in a chair. Are, okay. All right. I want we just have various know, moves. I have a lot of oh, veterans yeah. friends out there that are 100% disabled. And you got something for them too? 100%. Yes. And even, you know, let's just say you're in a wheelchair. You can't move. It's all with your mind, right? Everything begins with your mind. So I'll say, for example, if you don't have any weights, grab a water bottle or let your mind think, squeeze your muscles like a bodybuilder, just squeeze, 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 because that's doing something. Crunches. You don't have to sit on the floor for your crunches. Just bend over, pull your belly in. And when you're a part of my program, PJ, we give you everything that you need because it's not just fitness, right? It starts with the mindset. Then you have the heart set, the nutrition, the exercise, and that gives you your whole mind, body, and soul awakening so that you can be the best you that you can possibly be. The That's mind, it. body, and soul awakening. <laughs> Stars, Tina. Y'all better get on board. Yes, yes. All right, PJ. Thank you for rolling up. I'm so excited for this bonus round. Peace. And a bottle of hair grease. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.